Got it. Awesome. This is Carrie Steller with In the Girls Corner, and I am here with my friend, Alicia Halfpipe Zapatella. It has been a minute. How are you? Oh my gosh, it has been so long. I'm doing well. I'm so excited to be fighting again. I am ridiculously excited for you. You are fighting uh, your rematch with Jessica Delboni for Invicta mm-hmm. FC 45. Yes, I am. Usually I'm always like off on like a little something, but yeah. Oh, that's awesome. We are, I'm stoked for you. I mean, one, you got to showcase your ability then. Now are you going to get to showcase it a second time and shut people up that had something to say? So I'm excited to shut up all of Brazil. (laughs) And I have been studying this girl nonstop. She has been fighting since we fought last so I've been able to actually watch like her every single move and notice where she is or if she isn't evolving and um really just pick apart every single thing that I did wrong during my last fight and how to fix it that's I mean really the best thing that you can do uh, with anything especially with a fight you know be unbiased about yourself and say okay I need work here this is where I'm great. Let's get this more solidified. I mean, that's, that's the mindset of a champion. A Thank regular you. person, you're welcome. A regular person might go, oh, well, you know, whatever I'm, you know, it doesn't really matter. I'll just, you know, like, and you see that you see people that need to improve in other areas and they'll just constantly, and I'm not going to call anybody out. Cause I get yelled at by that all the time, but I'll off camera, call her out. Like, I'm like, dude, you're great at this. Do the other thing that you're not great at that you've lost because of. Mm-hmm. Completely. And like, if you look at people like Usman, Usman is the perfect example of actually who I'm looking up to. Like he was a wrestler who has now has amazing striking and is knocking people out. Like if you look at the um, ability that that man has to just keep evolving, um, that's really where I want to be. Well, but look at you. You went from wrestling to mm-hmm. then you really went to Brazilian Jiu Jitsu mixed martial arts from there, correct? Yeah. Yes. Your transition from wrestling, people don't realize. And this is just from what I've seen from it. And I've been watching, you know, mixed martial arts a long time, everything. I've seen your evolution. When you can combine the both of them, both wrestling, because there's two different things. I'm now learning, John's teaching me a little bit of wrestling, which I can't wait for you to come out so that we can like go over a lot of stuff that like, you know, way, you know what I mean? But, and it's really did help my, the Brazilian jiu-jitsu because like I, I'm, he's like sprawl and I'm like, dude, I'm like, what? And I was a little uncomfortable with what he was like, how he was having me do it. And then when I finally was like, oh, oh, this is cool. This is different, you know, and it was a whole different way. And then when I live rolled with my friend, it was wild. I caught the exact thing that we were just learning, just like a freak of, I was just, she handed me her fucking neck and got on her knees. And I was like, ah, and he's like, he looks at me, he's like, don't finish her. And I'm like, what? It's one of my friends that really just started like with me. I was like, I convinced her to do it three months ago. He's like, don't finish her. You know what to do from there. I'm like, okay. I really yeah. wanted to like at least put her in the position. But thanks a lot. I was literally so proud. And I thought of you. I was like, oh, you should be so proud. Thank you. When when you really start mixing jujitsu and wrestling together, like 
it becomes its own new martial art and it is so beautiful like people really talk about my wrestling and how good it is but I think people really don't realize the amount that I just mix them together um and almost like I think they uh, downplay your jujitsu, Brazilian jujitsu, whatever you want to call it, because of your wrestling. And they're like, ah, well, she's just a wrestler. And it's like, no. And you combined both. And that's incredible. And then looking at your stand-up, looking, ju- just looking at your fights in Invicta and the first couple ones that you had, where you did predominantly use your wrestling in Brazilian jujitsu, and then you found your way of, it was great when you were uh grounding yourself thank you <laughs> people learn that very quick not mm-hmm. to try to upkick you has anybody really done it since um the only person that did was Lindsay Van Zandt and she actually kicked me while I was down the pony she actually kicked me in the face while I was down you know what I'm saying and people don't realize like when you have something that's so effective somebody's not going to try and you know, to Lindsay's credit, she is like that girl that would try to do that to you to see if she could, you know what I mean? If that makes any sense, oh, let me see if I could get her down with this. Uh, kick to the face, not cool. You know, we all don't like that, but whatever. And you know what? I I would love to see you guys rematch, but I don't think, I don't know if she's going to go to 115. I think, you know, I, I, I'll I'm not sure. Do you want me to cut that out? Um, doesn't matter. Did we talk? Do you have you talked about that at all? You have. You talked about your want to go to one fifteen. We're putting yeah. it. We're yeah. throwing it in there. Fuck that. So yeah, I think that uh, you know, you have such a potential with so many things coming up. So many things you can go anywhere with this. As soon as you win this, that's it. You know what I mean? There's gonna be a lot of people are calling. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I'm actually just gonna they should already. UFC should have put one hundred fivers in already, but that's besides the. They shouldn't have, but I mean, I got myself a uh, new manager, um, Daniel Rubenstein. I'm really excited to be on his team because uh, he's a very good manager. I was actually going to ask you about that if we could on mm-hmm. camera. I didn't wasn't sure uh, what you want to uh, talk about in that way because there's a lot of changes and life is all about changing, right? You can't stay stagnant, especially if you want to evolve as a person. You got to evolve in every way. So what, what have you been doing in the last, what, year? Yeah, um, honestly, I have changed so much. So if you noticed, I haven't really been training at um, Scorpion as much. I have been training at Strong Style. They have a lot of 125-pound guys. Um, they actually have a lot of people who were um, college wrestlers. So I have been getting my wrestling in with D1 college wrestlers. Um, I've been getting back to my roots as well as better striking my, um, I got a boyfriend who is an amazing striker and he has evolved my striking more than anyone's ever evolved my striking in such a short amount of time. And then I've also been training out at Knoxville martial arts Academy with, um, Eric Turner and, um, Emily King out there. So no, um, I'm, where are you located now? Right <laughs> Area-wise, or are you like kind of on the move? I'm kind of on the move. I am actually currently living with my parents in Ohio. And after this fight, I'm going to be moving to Virginia. I am going to be opening a new gym. You're going to be close to me in New York. I, not far. No. <laughs> You're opening your own gym? Yeah. No way. Okay. 
So when do you have a time frame on this? Um, we're looking at buildings now and hopefully um, within the month that I moved down. So maybe like in the summertime? Before that. Oh, girl. All right. So I'm going to have to be taking quite, we're going to have to come trips and stick because like I want to, oh my gosh, I want to come and cover that. I want to come in, uh, you know, help you promote, start doing events and seminars and shit down there. Uh, I know Manimal is going to want, he's going to lose his mind when he finds that out. He's going to be so excited. I'm freaking out because it's not far from here. I mean, it's eight, eight hours, maybe ish. That's not far considering, <laughs> considering how far everything else is. I'm stoked. I'm very excited as well. I think that this is an exciting new chapter for me. It is. It's huge. It's really a huge chapter for you. And the, the potential from there, in my personal opinion, there is a different style of mixed martial arts on every coast. Mm -hmm. sense. And in every part of the world in the yep. United States and stuff, the East Coast has its own. Being in Virginia, you are you could possibly really go anywhere and you're not terribly far from it. But the East Coast in general, you do have a lot of really cool spots where you could go down to, you've been down to Florida, you've been here in New York, you know, and you could spend more time in the places that you didn't get to and experience different parts of it that you didn't get to. You know what I mean? Because there's so many great gyms and great, I'm so stoked for you. Thank you. Um, I've been talking um, about, going down and training with um, Ray Thompson after this fight, get some uh, good karate in. Okay. <laughs> That's if exciting. You, if you have the opportunity, you want to come to New York for a little bit, stay here again. We'll get oh, you stuff going on while you're here. I have, I, I have so many new things going on. We're not doing the studio anymore. We're working with a gym in um, Oyster Bay. Very good. They train together. John and him, really great guy. Uh, I don't want to misrepresent and say the name wrong. So Dan Medina, thank you. Um, really great, great. Magno Gamma. Okay, there we go. So, uh, but I think there's a big opportunity for you really, especially with the wrestling right now on the East Coast. There's like girls everywhere where you could do wrestling seminars and all sorts of shit. Mm -hmm. That's exciting, yay. Cause like um, after this fight, my boyfriend and I, um, so Josh, Josh Thomas, uh, Josh and I would really like to get out and do some clinics. Um, we have a, hmm? why not? Yeah, like we have a clinic already set up in mind for just um, grappling for cage wrestling and okay. wrestling. Yeah, that's very so. cool. Thank you. That's really cool. I like that. There's a lot of. There's so much stuff, like, especially together. And then for you as a female, there's just this, I mean, the possibilities of this, and you guys are young and you're, it's endless, like, especially with the ability to relocate and, you know, do everything that you're doing and opening up. Oh, God, that's fucking huge. That's so great. <laughs> oh, promote your book, Stages? Yes. So I wrote a book. It is Stages, a book about growth. So basically this book um, is a lot of my deep um, thoughts and journal entries over the past, like, I want to say maybe eight years. Um, it takes you through depression and heartbreak and um, terrible relationships, through the in-between and through love and bliss. And then I end the book with my self-love tips. I love it. I love Thank it. You. 
more young girls should know about that book because if you think about it <clears throat> i'm gonna pick one up for my nieces it's girls don't realize how rough it is and how yeah. you put yourself in bad situations and without even like knowing the worst things you don't have to go through that and knowing the best things you don't want to so that's a great thing to do and you know you're a role modeling yourself and you could really do a lot with that thank you and just as a disclaimer um it is pretty deep i do talk about um obviously i already said depression i talk about rape i talk about um okay i talk about, sex. I talk about okay. all of it i talk about um, how important it is being a woman and uh having a fucking vagina <laughs> love it I, I need i need to get a copy of this number one because i think and this is just my personal opinion where the world is where the world's going that's something that like not young girls you could talk to um high school kids uh mm -hmm. honestly that's where those are the that's the target audience and specifically girls because i mean guys should have their own role model but we've spoke about this multiple times the importance of being a woman knowing your womanhood um saying no uh, uh the importance of you know you don't have to if a guy takes you to dinner or out or anything you don't owe him anything after and you shouldn't feel that way and there should be guys mentoring young men to say you know it's okay to ask a girl is this right that i'm doing this you know is this okay is like that's okay there's not it's not being you're not being a pussy you're being a fucking yeah. man and yeah. a woman has to take self-responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. And like this might be a little bit much, but like the boyfriend that I have now is actually the only guy that I've ever been with that has ever asked me before doing anything. Like, is this okay? Before like everything. And like, it is such a change of pace yeah. that like I feel so valued and it's. Isn't that valuing? Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't accept any less. And it's funny because I'm 42 and I speak to all my girlfriends and my last relationship uh, was with a guy who I really, really enjoyed. And he's the kind of guy that right now I'm holding everybody to that standard that if, and when I meet somebody, I would really love for them to be that kind of a person because uh, just the loyalty, the being, mm -hmm. you know, asked, is everything okay? Is it, and, and treated like you matter is like really important. And I've had, I'm 42. I've never had a guy be okay with waiting. Oh gosh, mm -hmm. how long was this? Six, almost nine months, a long fucking time. I was like, there's other things. And we, I, there wasn't other, we didn't do anything else. We just really got to know each other in amazing ways. Um, mm -hmm. you know, that would vary from person to person. Uh, there was a reason, but you know, you don't need to make everybody wait, but I've told all my girlfriends, if you don't, <clears throat> I'm telling you right now, they ain't going to respect you. There's very few and far in between guys that you can be mm -hmm. with right away. And they're going to want to be with you forever. Other than that. Mm -mm. Completely like <clears throat> Josh and I were actually friends for over a year before we ever even considered anything. That's amazing. That's important. Mm -hmm. Thank you. You're welcome. And uh, so, how you were saying that it's really important for um, some high schoolers to read my book? I actually gave my book to a couple of high schoolers, and they absolutely loved it. One of them said she was in tears. Um, said that it helped her so much, and she hopes that I keep writing. And so. I've had so many good reviews from women who have just been through so much 
hard stuff who have, you know, tried to hurt themselves, who have been through similar situations that I have been. And um, just getting that feedback that um, I've helped at least a few people has been phenomenal. What I want to do is I'm going to order that book and I would love to, um, I would love to order the book and do an actual whole thing about it with you. Uh, okay. We will discuss the book and everything in it. You know, okay. no holes barred, go, you know, as deep as we want. Uh, and yeah, that way we could talk, you know, about that in depth. Awesome. I love it. That's exciting. I think that would be great. And I think that would be good, like, like from a personal perspective, you know? So too. Um, and I think it's stuff that needs to be talked about. Um, it's stuff that a lot of people go through and nobody likes to, um, nobody likes to talk about the dark times. People like to just sweep it under the rug, act, act like it doesn't happen, but sure. these things happen. They do. Yeah. I've been through some of the worst shit in my entire life and mm -hmm. I have no problems with talking about it because if I don't, I'm not helping anybody. I actually got in an argument, <clears throat> not an argument, but yesterday, uh, a person was in my car and they were talking about a work situation and on the phone with somebody else that they, these two people are retired and it was hysterical. It, it was, uh, my dad, he's not going to watch this. So it was my dad. Uh, and one of his coworkers, apparent, geez, please stop bothering me. One of his coworkers, uh, had been harassed by somebody at work, but the guy had done it to, it wasn't just her. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, had the first person that found out about it, even it was his friend, should have said something. I'm like, that went wrong a million and 10 ways and everybody is failing themselves. Future women, like that's just a failure, a fucking complete failure because you're doing yourself and everybody else out there a disservice. Oh, completely. That, completely. You know what I, I mean? It's terrible. Definitely. I know exactly what you mean. Like, um, if you don't speak up, then it, they're just going to keep doing it and it's going to happen to another woman. And that's just a sad reality. It's true. It is. We need to talk about it. There's no shame in it. There's more shame for the guy that does it, in my personal opinion, than it is for us. Oh, they say, should be. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, I'm actually writing two more books at the moment. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah awesome what are they about one is about fighting and one is um so the one about fighting is you not gonna be giggled so cute you cannot you cannot say the other one if you don't want to that was adorable you like giggled oh. one is what about fighting <laughs> I so the one won't be released um for a while like this one is gonna be a long one okay um the other one happens to be um just a bunch of my uncensored thoughts a lot of high thoughts a lot of drunk thoughts a lot of just funny moments and memories that I'm just recalling from when I was a child so um it's a fun one it'll be a fun one to read <laughs> awesome. I can't wait now about fighting is this going to go through your your journey through as you were a kid to now and everything in between I think it'll start somewhere um in my pro career because okay. I I started journaling um, before fighting and about fighting pretty early in my career, and I have journal entries that go there all the way up until now. That's amazing. And you should, you know what, because people don't document stuff like that enough. That's something yeah. that 
why wouldn't people want to? Of course, people want to see it. People follow you on social media. They're going to want to see what you've been through, where you come, where you're going, you know. Definitely. Like, um, so I actually already shared one of my poems about, like, that are going to be in the book that I was never even going to put in the book. Um, I thought it was a little bit too real, but um, I found out that one of my friends was going through some stuff that I also had gone through in a fight camp. And I was like, hey, can I share something with you? And I shared the poem and um, really got to talking about it. And it really helped them a lot. So it's definitely something I'm going to have to include now. See, you know, and sometimes you don't even know what it is until it's like, oh, well, somebody else confirmed that for you, you know, and that's awesome. You have that. Thank you. And it's good to have something else and you have so many other things that you do. It's a mil- it's a, you do everything, which is great though. You can't just have one thing. You drive yourself yeah. crazy that way. Oh yeah. Like I fight and I study film, but I can't just do that. Like I read Oracle cards for people. I paint, I make resin stuff. I write, I draw, I do a lot of things. I like, I love everything, all of it. I see it all. And, but it is, it's, it's very, very important to have stuff on the side. It's therapeutic. It really is. Cause that's really how it started. And then like my art was really just piling up. So I'm like, you know, I'm going to try to sell some of this. And now I have a gallery. So like, that's amazing. That's so cool. Now you have an art gallery. I freaking love that. Thank you. You know what? Everybody's work is worth something. People don't believe, oh, I'll never make my, my, somebody will buy your stuff. Somebody will. Absolutely. Your work is worth something to somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, when people just don't realize that. And that's like every artist, that's how they started. You know what I mean? Every artist started by somebody buying their work. I've had, I had a painting someone give was one of my friends was like, I'll buy that from you. I'm like, not for sale. <laughs> like, I love it. Sorry. <laughs> had I thought about it yeah you know maybe it would have but it's worth money to someone so it's like kind of it's funny art is funny like that Mm -hmm. it really is Um, like that mm -hmm. yeah because like the first one like I really didn't think that anyone was gonna buy it I was just posting it because I was really proud of what I did and everyone's like how much (laughs) I mean hey you know that's amazing now I have a question when you're down, when you open your gym and everything that you do, your where you're training now isn't far from there. Um, I mean, it's a little bit of a drive, but it's not too bad. Right, so I mean, well, that's good. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty used to driving for yeah. every, <laughs> I'm like, you like to drive a lot, but that's good. At least everything you'll have will be centrally located, which is half the battle. Um, yeah. Do you have, who trains over there? Who are your training partners over there? Um, over at um, Knoxville. Is that where you do jujitsu ju- do as well? Uh, yeah, I've been doing jujitsu there as well. Um, but honestly, I've been training with mainly Emily King. Um, there's a guy named Dre out there. Honestly, I don't know the name of the other guy. I'm, I'm kind of new to the gym. Emily's been doing a lot with me. Um, Eric, the owner of the gym, has been working a lot with me. And his wife, Taylor, is uh, very great as well. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. You, got, you got a good team, and that's really, like, half the battle is yeah. having a team around you. Mm-hmm. And then out at Strong Style, there's just a couple of 125ers that are, that are pretty good. So 
that's important because like you know when when you fight the size is different you know what I mean like your height and stuff so it's good for you to fight with somebody that might be a little bit bigger in, in that way that like yeah. if it's all right well you see somebody else in the cage already it's like <sighs> yeah I mean I had I had a D1 wrestler tell me that he was not going to the ground with me and every time I took him down he did everything he could to get back up because my ground game was too good and if I can make a D1 wrestler strike with me that means I'm doing something right. Yeah, that means absolutely. And that's absolutely huge. That's awesome. That Thank is you. awesome. Now, I don't want to ask you like what, you know, you're going to actually, you know what, this is where we'll go with that with what have you been doing to prepare for this fight? Because I know females have it very differently. Uh, mm -hmm. Weight cutting is super hard. All the stuff that we go through with it. What have you been doing differently during this fight uh, than your past? Because I know that, you know, it, it does, it gets tougher as we get older. Um, this has been about a five month fight camp. So I originally was told that I was going to be fighting in October and then November and then December and now January. Oh. Um, yeah. So it's been, it's taken quite the toll, not only on me, um, but like, also like, I don't really have the money to support myself. Mm. Um, but that's not really my fault. I was told yeah. that I was fighting and I just wasn't. So luckily I had the best parents in the world that were just like, just come home. <laughs> um, Your mom is awesome. She really is the best fight mom. I love her so much. And, it, and it's huge. Mm -hmm. um, so I've, I was sponsored by a nutritionist. So I was already working with this nutritionist, but she sponsored me. So this way she can work with me full-time. And um, so I was cutting weight pretty hard for a while. Um, I've honestly been on such a clean diet for all five months now, um, and it's been a little bit difficult. And then um, I've honestly just been studying film, studying people that I want to em emulate in the cage and uh, just doing what they do. Yeah. And yeah, I, I have an amazing ability to see something and then replicate it. Um, I like we've already talked about this before like I'm good at masking masking is basically the same thing as looking at what I want to do and mm. then just doing it so if I can be like oh I want to be like Usman guess what I'm gonna go and do something exactly like Usman does it maybe not to the quality that he does it but I'm gonna do it exactly as Usman does it because I have the ability to do so no I get exactly what that is I learned by watching and stuff so if that makes any sense that like my it, if you tell me to do something and you show it to me the same thing mm -hmm. I'm going to do it it's also I think that's a coachability thing too I think yes. you're very 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 coachable and that's absolutely huge but to be able to execute it too is you know you could tell somebody how to do something so you're blue in the face but you've got to be able to execute it and I, I think that's yeah. I, yeah I think that maybe that I never knew that there was a term for that I I'm a very coachable athlete. That is one of my biggest assets. Um, so Josh and I will literally sit on the couch and we will watch some fights. And the next day, like he will, the way that his mind works and the way that he looks at fighting and breaks fighting down is amazing. It's next level. Um, so I really, we really just look at that and then we go and we train it. Um, I forgot to mention um, that I've been training with Chris Down with Phoenix. Um, that has um I've been training there every week still for fight camp um he is the best strength coach ever so 
his he he has such an ability to break down movement as well so like um literally he's just gotten my body to move in the way that um it should for fighting like I moved like a wrestler before I didn't move like a complete mixed martial artist and you know to have people that can recognize and and work off your strengths and where your weaknesses are to make them your strengths is huge Mm -hmm. and you need to be those people too to be able to do that so it's like that's that's a very big battle to get over um in that respect and you're wearing a new fight kit I I am wearing a new fight kit I'm very excited to show it to the world um the um I've gave I've given hints as to what the um as to what the theme is going to be for this fight camp but I don't think anybody even caught on or Hmm. even realizes that that's the reason why I'm saying some of the things that I'm saying I love it I love it everything that you do you evolve every fight and that should be something that you're going to evolve with too as Mm -hmm. well are you going to be doing anything for the weigh-ins or just going you style no I'm just going in me um I have to say I I love the showmanship there's a part of me that thinks that like the the concentrating on what it is the art the fight that you know there's something about that too thank you I've spent a year of my life thinking about one woman I am excited to go out (laughs) to everybody how much better than her I am and just have it fucking done with I love it I will put a stamp on it Hmm? why wouldn't you want to put a stamp on it especially since your fight's been changed so many times it's like all right well I want to get this I want to do this I want to show this we need to get this done you know and how how long have you been waiting that's a long time that's a lot I mean well it's also good to have had that happen where you've been straight in a fight camp which is you know lucky for you in that respect that's actually I think it'd be very beneficial uh Mm -hmm. you coming uh on the 12th the 12th correct yes um which is just I think it's awesome and I do I think it's a very important for you it's very (laughs) important because you know, I don't like, it, it's the fight game. It's like anything else. People are going to talk trash. You know what I mean? But then when you get like your peers who are, and it's like, you know what? Like, look at um Amanda and Juliana. You, I, there's just many things I can like point out. And then you get the fans in it too. And it's like, you know what? And now I'm not just proving you guys. I'm, I'm proving this to me, but I'm proving all y'all wrong. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to like, I know I'm the best. I know I'm the best out of weight in the world. But I'm excited to go out and prove it and shut everyone the fuck up because I'm annoyed with getting notifications all the time. Like, I can't tell you how many people I have muted. I'm just done with seeing it. I don't blame you. And people get very, um, I've, I, I don't really unfollow people. I'd rather mute people. Well, no, some, no, I do unfollow people. So I don't have to see it either. Um, and you know what? I don't want to see it. Look, I, there's a lot of shit that I don't want to be bothered with either. And I totally understand that. And you should be able to, and people don't understand that. It's like, dude, you have a life. Like you should be able to like pick up your phone and not have to be bombarded with a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, completely. Like I have a life outside of fighting. Um, I have to get my mind right for, for the fight, everything like that. Like, I don't want to see what anybody else has to think because I know what's. It's true. It's none of your, it's none of your business what their opinion is of you. Right. Completely. It's exactly what it is and it shouldn't be because you know what what somebody thinks about do you know how many opinions there are out there it's like mm-hmm. they're just and they're, yeah and there's so many people out there that are saying shit that would never even step foot in a fucking cage i was just gonna say that 
ever. They wouldn't even like attempt mm-hmm. any part of it. And that's like, who are you to say anything? You know? Like the, the, the gall of people really gets me sometimes. Cause I'm like, I, when I'm out watching a fight, I hear it when I'm at a fight and I hear it from the, I'm like, Mm-hmm. Do you even know what you sound like? <laughs> it's terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it's I, I. The good part about it is, is like I don't have to say like if you have one thing to say to those people, you don't because it's gonna say it on the twelfth. Yes, yeah. those people. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave it in the cage, and that's all there is to it. Yeah, there's no reason to have to answer those people back. You're gonna do it for yourself on the twelfth, and that's really really like awesome in that respect is they're just gonna you could just shut a whole bunch of people down <laughs> like i really like this fight camp has been so long that i really started getting in the swing of talking some shit and then um until a couple of weeks ago and i'm like and i was like you know what i'm done with it but i'm not fun for it with a little bit you know what i mean you had fun and then you were like fuck it i'm done let's get this that's it's exactly that- what yeah yep and it's the fight game. You're going to get that. Everybody's going to get that. But you know what's the worst? And this is, I've been saying this since I've been watching mixed martial arts and people are your biggest fan till they decide not to be. Oh, completely. Completely. And, like, who are you even? Then that happens a lot. And it's seriously, usually some of the people that like, you'll never meet in your life. You know what I mean? People that like, and even people that you do know, it's like, oh, now, okay. you know but people are really like that a lot oh completely or the people that really want nothing to do with you that are going to tell you that you're never going to accomplish your dreams until you do yeah they're like i knew you could do it like no shut the fuck up get out of here like no you didn't and uh glad you're watching from the sidelines it's true you know and 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 people are really people don't realize how shitty they are and it it took me a long time to like I guess maybe also being kicked off of a lot of platforms. Realize <laughs> <laughs> it is not my job to tell people how shitty they are, or that they're sheep, or that they're you know not awake, or you know even my opinions on you know the things that I have my opinions about. Like I I so what you know what I mean? Like I just have to learn to like sometimes. Sometimes I'm not going to. But sometimes mm-hmm. I gotta just, and I, it's so funny recently. I'm like, oh, that's why they banned me. Okay. I understand. Yeah. Not because it's something I did. It's because of shit that's coming on right now that, oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They I put me in a corner again. Thanks. <laughs> What's yeah. crazy, it has, has not affected my personal and professional career. It hasn't even, that's the best part. These people think that like banning me on Facebook or sharing my picture on like late night television is, I mean, they don't share my names because that's defamation of defamation of character. They can't. So they'll share my picture, but it's not done anything for me. It's not hurt me professionally. If anything, it's helped. People are like, what are you even talking about? It's wild, wild times we're living in. Yeah. If, if you look at like Alex Jones, he's, he's banned from like everything and people love him any interview that he does people want to hear what he has to say oh yeah oh yeah I get I, I people love to hate me but then there are like people that will come up to me and they're like oh you say, you say some crazy shit but like you have really big like you can say I'm like I don't care I'm gonna but all the stuff that I say I can back up 
similar to him. So why shouldn't I be able to say it? And when people don't give me the opportunity, I get very upset. Cause I'm like, listen, if you're going to fucking sit there and say, I'm wrong, either you prove me wrong or give me the opportunity to show you that you're wrong. And when they don't, I get fucking pissed. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) close-minded people. Like, I don't, I don't vibe with that. Like I'm open-minded, like to everything. I don't, I know that I'm not right about everything. I know that, um, prove me wrong. Like I want to see it. Yeah. Same. I, I'd rather be, you know, no, I, I want people to prove me wrong. And you know, the things that I like know I'm right about, or I'm like really hopeful that I am. I'm like, I'd rather be on that side of it. You know what I mean? Like, cause the other side scares me. It's like, and that's about so many things. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to err on the side of caution with that one. And it's just, but yeah, people have too much right now. People mm-hmm. have way too much of an opinion and the problem is, is when you have one that they don't like, they have way too much power to then get you canceled, removed, mm. Gina Carano. Um, I could go on and on and on and on and on about people that have been, I'm one of them, I'm not on her level, but I've been, you know, my picture has been aired by Bill Maher, Samantha B, Vox, Vice, like some really big publications. It, fucking Glamour UK put me on the cover of one of their stories pay me <laughs> yeah and then yeah. write them and tell them listen I'm gonna prove you wrong they don't write me back oh now we're now I have a big problem with you because you can't even like conversate over it <sighs> these people mm-hmm. they're crazy and it sucks because like it's like I, I wish I could be like celebrity deathmatch let's go <laughs> you want to yes. you want to be ballsy bitch let's go get in a fucking let's go get a ring celebrity deathmatch even my shoulders in the condition i'm in you you know let's go <laughs> nobody <laughs> and they should do those things again you know what i mean like fuck. Oh, i like that i like that you know get two people that are talking shit and let's see who wins back in the oh. day in my day that's what we did yeah um i think that it needs to be normalized that like people are allowed to fight if if they want to fight, they should be allowed to fight. If they have a problem, go ahead and fight it out. Let's let's just see. Uh, 420%. Mm-hmm. I'm 42. When I was in high school, in junior high school, like that's what we did. Mm-hmm. There was no sitting here talking shit till you're blue in the face. You're going to talk shit till there's a point where, nope, now yeah. we're going to go talk about that. I've actually, and it's funny because I'm, I'm old, like not, I'm not old, but like older that like, it's not acceptable, but I have said to people like, listen, if you want to come outside and speak about this and I'm not talking about fighting until like, if, cause you're in my face inside, I've had people, I'm like, I had a guy in my face. I'm like, yo, I'm just letting you know. I don't think you realize how close you are to me and how like aggressive you're being towards me. But like my instinct isn't to walk away from you right now. And this was yeah. only a couple of weeks ago. He's my friend. And I'm like, I'm just letting you know, my instinct is not to run right now. Just, just fucking throwing this out there. And he looks at me and I'm like, so calm down. Cause the position you're putting me in is not, I don't like where I'm about to, like, I just don't like that person. I don't yeah. like being like that. I'm like, let me buy you a beer. Shut up. You're wrong. <laughs> oh, funny. And my friend was like, yo, that's an old man. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. You know, don't get in my face as an old man. don't get in my fucking face I didn't hit him I didn't do anything I could have but I didn't and I would never I'm not that kind of person but like 
people need to know, and there's nothing wrong with I, like telling someone, like, listen, you're overstepping your boundaries with me. There's another thing. People don't have boundaries. And people, yep. again, coming down to fighting it out in the streets, have never put themselves a lot of people in a situation of what if? What if that happened? What if you were almost mugged? What if this happened? What if that happened? Like you really get to know who you are as a person, having lights, putting your face in t- TV cameras and shit and uh, you know, performing under pressure. There's many different things that teach you who you are. And like, I don't wish those bad situations on anyone, but they would really teach people a lot about their person. And I've been in a lot of those situations and I've come out on top. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like that Definitely. TV show, what would you do? I'd win it. <laughs> Definitely. There's a lot of there's a lot of situations in life that I feel like are pretty everyday occurrences for me. Yeah. Um show me who who I am. And a lot of people really don't know what that's like. And I feel like living a mundane life, like it's nothing that has ever been um attractive to me. No, it shouldn't mm-hmm. be. Mm-mm. it shouldn't be and you know what you look people will sit there and say well you put yourself in that position well yeah that's fine but I you know I'm very comfortable with the position that I'm in that I you know that I know mm-hmm. that, that I'm tested all that stuff same thing as you mm-hmm. that you're comfortable in that position first off you've been competing since you were a kid take that yeah. for instance you're very I- used to it I've had grown men telling their sons to hurt me because I'm a female. Yeah. Since I'm five years old, I am used to this shit. You're, you're uncomfortable being uncomfortable. You're comfortable being uncomfortable. That's what it is. That's the saying. You have to be, you know what I mean? And people really think that like, it's so, it makes me laugh. Cause like, if people think that you're afraid of the person that's stepping in front of you in a cage, they're sorely mistaken. Go again, go look at your history. When you have a grown man telling their son to hurt you, good luck scaring me. You know what I mean? Like, I can't see you being afraid of a human person in that respect unless they have a gun to you and you might be able to take that out of their hands. I see you at the shooting range. (laughs) My many talented friends. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, yeah. I Also, like, I don't know. I've been learning. um, So my boyfriends are going to be teaching me nunchucks. I'm very excited about that. Um, um yeah I'm trying to learn um how to be deadly in every single facet of the of the word I'm very good at throwing knives and stuff um very good shot but I don't know how to use my katana and I don't know nunchucks so that is the next venture for me you've been like into hunting and sh- stuff like that for a while so I can't imagine being a bad <laughs> shot yeah and <laughs> Oh, it's really good um, mind sharpening stuff that you're doing as well, which you can translate into your fight career, which is amazing. Um, and mm-hmm. with everything going on right now, mm-hmm. that is imperative. And that's why I took up, you know, I mean, during when they locked us down, it was probably the smartest thing I did was start training again. And yeah, I was ever. So that's even better. Okay. I saw that you're doing like the mace stuff how is that workouts and it's cool because like i've got i have one in the back of my car and god forbid somebody ever fucking like tried something you hold it by the ball ends and you just crack the person they would not do well with that um so it doubles as a weapon but it's a really great workout it's a great for shoulder mobility it's great for strength i went from when we first started 
just to get used to it is seven pounds, 10 pounds, because mm-hmm. again, I was therapying my shoulders, but 10 pounds and it's uneven weight or he'll explain it. The weight distribution is strange because yeah. and I'm up to 15 now. That's awesome. Yeah. So I'm like, finally, like my, I'm, I was doing a lot of reps and or whatever he had me doing, but I just upped a lot of my weight of everything we've been using. I, I, even with my shoulder, I'm just going to give it a couple of weeks, but I'm still this arm's way. Like I could get, it's wild what you can do when you just listen to somebody that's telling you, you could do it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so wild. I was so afraid. I was so afraid. Like the power of the mind is so unbelievable, especially when you have somebody sitting there telling you that you are capable of something. Um, Like the coaches that I have now. um, So Chris Down and Josh specifically, um, they tell me on a daily basis how smart I am, how intelligent I am. And uh, these are things that I never heard um, growing up not really from my parents or anything like that, but in school, never heard anything like that. Um, I actually heard completely the opposite. My brother was a valedictorian. I was very happy. It's you, you and I are a lot the same. (laughs) Oh, hearing now that like my abilities and like the way that I can just see something and I can do it, the way that my mind works, hearing that that is actually makes me a genius, the way that I write everything, the way that I um, paint everything, just makes me smart. It makes me intelligent and that I can do anything that I want to do has honestly changed so much for me. Um, like I lifted over 300 pounds a couple of couple of weeks ago. Like who the fuck would think that I could do that? I know, right? I, I am not surprised. You are solid as fuck. I'm not shocked whatsoever. I've, I've pulled with Alicia. It is not shocking, although I was a brand new, but still, <laughs> she's extremely strong. <laughs> Thank you. Job is like need an elbow. I'm like, how? <laughs> oh, you can't even move it. But that I did. <laughs> but you learn and you do. And it is so important to hear that because I had the same way of growing up. I heard mm-hmm. the exact opposite of you're smart. Um, I remember I like tried the IQ test and I don't standardize learn things at all very well. So time and math and shit, I'm like, I'm already a retarded kid. I hate hate that word. It means slow to learn um, on paper. So then it was funny because my psychiatrist was saying it was like a month ago and she's like, she said it multiple times, but she keeps on driving at home every time I talk to her. She's like, you know, I know uh, people. She's like, I see them all the time. She's like, and I see smart people and I see stupid people. She goes, I know people that are like dumb. She goes, I hate to say it, but it is what it is. And yeah. she's like, have you ever been IQ tested? And I told her, I don't do well with it because I'm not a mathematician. I don't, that's not where my IQ lies whatsoever. You throw numbers in my face and I'm like, that's gibberish. Yep. I can do it in different ways that I never realized. Um, I never realized I can do math. I shoot pool. It's all about angles. It's all about, it's actually mm-hmm. physics too. People don't mm-hmm. realize uh, where you hit a ball, if it'll spin backwards or go forwards. And there's a lot of stuff that goes into it. I would have never thought that my brain, because I was told in school that that's not what my, you know, you have to learn this. You have to learn this. I do chemistry all the time when I'm doing hair. Um, I did not realize that 
oh, I watched something the other day and it made so much sense, something with a color spectrum and something else. And it was in this different kind of a graph. And I was like, holy shit, that's why I'm really good with that kind of stuff because I'm able to equate it. Um, so I said to her, no, yeah, I've never taken one. And she's like, listen, she's like, I, I know people pretty well. She's like, you're a genius. She's like, and I'm not trying to like, you know, send you out of here, like who the fuck you are. She's like, but you think on a genius level, she goes, your bipolar is why you're able to do everything that you can. And that's because I have like the one where it's rapid cycling so I can bounce over a bajillion things. But she said, your mind works different and not many people's does. And recently I've heard people say, how do you know that? Like, where do, how do you remember all this stuff? I'm like, oh, I have like a card catalog. And I'm like, let me pull it out. This is what I got. That's what I got. For you. Yeah. And maybe it's just how our minds work, you know, that I'm able to remember a million things that I read. I'm able to absorb it where in school I could not. It's stuff that interests me. It's stuff that I like. There's stuff that I've never even learned that I can talk about. But you know that as well as I do, that that's universal stuff. That's no. like stuff that has to do with normal shit. That's like totally different. Completely. Um, so growing up, I always thought that I was a terrible reader. Mm. Um, and like, so when I first started learning how to read and write, so I was... I was born completely blind. Then um, when I first started learning how to read and write, I wrote everything completely mirrored. So not just backwards, mirrored. Mirrored. Dyslexic as fuck. Okay. Um, and so I always thought that I was a terrible reader because when I look at a book, I don't like, I don't think that I'm comprehending, but I look at the words and basically a play goes on in my mind. I know what's going on in the page, even though I'm not exactly reading every single fucking word. Okay. And done with a book very quickly. And I know what it is, but I would used to second guess myself, like, but I didn't read everything the way that I was supposed to read it. Um, as long as you get to the end, it doesn't matter how you do it. Doesn't matter. In school, that's not what I was told. So I thought that I was pretty dumb. And now I'll, I'll be reading three books at a time and I'm in everything. So what I would love to do, because this is something that I want to do, I want to speak to, um, I don't know if we would have to speak to politicians or people on the board of education or something on the way that they teach kids is horrible. Mm -hmm. Don't concentrate on your strengths. They um, will sit there and point out your weaknesses. Um, not every kid learns the same way and it doesn't matter. It, to me, it now comes the same. If you were able to absorb what that books, it doesn't fucking matter how you got there. Like it's just there. It's just ridiculous to, in my personal opinion. So I feel, and this is just my thought on it. If they gave every child a Myers-Briggs test and a saboteur test, they'd find out very quickly what they're great at, what they would be even better at and what sabotage. Um, yeah. And then you'll be able to, because they want to find out our kids. That's a great way to find out if a, a kid is gifted, if they have learning disability, they need to find that shit out immediately. And as doctors miss it sometimes. So if they found that out and let kids education be what will benefit them and make them the best member yeah. of society, we won't end up being the dumbest country in the world anymore. Oh, completely. <laughs> like I used to work with special needs students and the way that they taught these kids is so wrong because yeah. every kid that, um, so I worked with a lot of autistic children and every, so it is very known with autistic people, they lack in some area, but they are 
very high in every other area like what they're good at they're very good at it so I wish that we could just see what they're good at and play on those strengths when I was a teacher I used to um I used to tell my kids how smart they were I used to tell them um how important they were and everything that they were very good at I made sure I pointed out like look at how amazing you are at this um and I wish that we could treat not only special needs students like that but I wish we could treat every student like that because if we see a little girl who is just drawing all the time you know what she's gonna be great at something artistic yeah she's gonna be like if we see like a boy who's just like building stuff out of Legos like let's play on that let's keep going with that because he could be a great fucking architect one day can I tell you my dad came over yesterday and saw the painting that you and I did and he's like, what is that? And I started explaining. I'm like, well, that was I, that was Alicia's idea of like the pot of gold at the end of the journey. And I said, that was, I don't really know where I was going with mine, but it was just like what I felt was peaceful to me at the moment. And he's like, that was really, really good what you guys did. I'm like, thanks, Dad. And uh, it's the more I think about it, like people loved that podcast. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that, like even young people wouldn't think that like you don't have to like if you do things I don't know people just they need to do things differently and and kids need better role models than what's on the internet and better things to watch and not grown up playing with toys like real life shit so it's not like you know stop making you yeah and 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 uh even like you know girls talking about stuff that like are it's necessary it's needed even with get somebody that's a little uh, in in between our age gap would be great uh, you know it's just there's a big lacking in that (laughs) I I want my children to look up to strong individuals I want them to look up to all of these people that have chased their dreams and like you know like people like um fucking Juliana Pena um like Kevin Hart I don't know if you realize how much stuff he's in that fucking genius like I don't care if they ever listen to a fucking Ariana Grande song I don't care if they ever watch Keeping Up with the Kardashians I don't care about any of that I want my children to just be surrounded by good role models good people that's like really all you can hope for in life because that's what's going to create a good human Yeah, a lot of people are lacking that, but it doesn't have to even be in the home. If a kid's got a bad home, they again school. They need this. There's so much stuff that we need to change as a society, and I have a feeling that like living in the times that it's going to happen. That we're the people that are going to make that happen. Uh, You know, our parents didn't have the time because they were two parents working instead of you know what I mean. It just wasn't. It wasn't the time. It's our time. This is what we need to do to make that change. So. I think that it is our time and people like us, like your generation, my generation is where it's going to change. What I'm fearful of is the generation below that has kind of, I feel like they're a little soft, a little too soft. They are. They are. They're smart, but they're soft. Because a lot of them are awake to that. I'm shocked me when I found out how many like 15 year olds are awake to what's going on. I was like, really like they they know what's up uh but they are too soft and that needs to be no more participation trophies you're absolutely right no 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 more participation trophies no more um I don't know I think that we're creating too 
by being woke, we're creating a lot of division. Like, there's a point- okay, but being woke is like totally bad because being woke is division. You're right. Like, like being woke is good, but then there's a chance, there's a time when it gets to be too much. Yes, absolutely. Big time. Yeah. See, more people need to think like we do. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. If more people thought like us, the world will be a better place. Um, And I know that people's attention span is that of like a ferret. So I want you to talk about your uh, training partners, you, Jim. I know we went over that. Sponsors, whoever you do, whoever you want to bring up, the floor is yours. Um, Can I go get my shirt real quick? Okay. 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 So I want to thank my coaches, um, Chris Down, Josh Thomas, Eric Turner, and all the coaches at Strong Style and then also James Gray and um, my training partners, Emily King, um, let me see, Austin Martinez and Chris Bazio and actually Ivan Aldrin and then all of the people at Strong Style who have helped me. Um, I know Brandon and I think I don't, I don't really know the names of the other ones. I'm sorry. <laughs> but all of them who have helped me and all of my sponsors, I have a shit ton of sponsors. <laughs> I grabbed the wrong shirt. But <laughs> so. She's so cute. She's like, wait. I, well, I have my walkout shirt. Oh, but this one, this one has a special thing on the back of it. So I'll show you that off camera. Um, but honestly, all of my sponsors, they're all on, um, (laughs) I'm shouting you guys out, um, big sponsor to Wholesome CBD and Supplements because they have the best CBD that I've ever tried and they're amazing sponsors. And then also, um, Evergreen Lake Park, Clay Street Grill, um, Paul Graziano with Young Living, um, Colt, Colton and Connor Mayha. I don't know. You know who you are. I've shouted you out. I'll shout yeah. you out again. You know who you are. <laughs> I love it. Um, you guys. Oh, and then Griff Ellis. I love it. I love Thank it. You. Well, Alicia, where can everybody follow you? You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook and Twitch at Alicia's app. And you can find my YouTube videos by just typing in my name or youtube.com slash half six. Awesome. And we are going to have to do some more podcasting after the fight. Definitely when you open up your place, um, you know, do some journey stuff. It'll be great. And uh, I cannot wait to see you get in there and kick Jessica Delboni's ass on Ah, sorry, I'm being rude. Jackie Rachel, the plot. You're my, you're my girl. Uh, 2022. That would be next Wednesday. Uh, for mm-hmm. 
doesn't know, uh, I will have up uh, uh, the weigh-ins on my platforms, which, you know, whichever ones I'm not banned from. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I, I'm allowed on some things still. And I'm even Google below as well. They can still Google me. Uh, all my stuff is up on there. Uh, it'll be up on iTunes. This will be up on uh, YouTube. I'll send you everything. And uh, I'm sure I'll talk to you before the fight and definitely after. Definitely. All right, girlfriend. Thank you so much for taking the time. And I cannot wait to see you next Wednesday night. Uh, kicking ass, taking names, taking home the belt again. And uh, yeah, let's go. I'm so excited. Me too. <laughs> Stop recording. Look at the back of.